What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Army Podcast, where our sleep schedules are absolutely destroyed because Robert and I wake up at 3.30 p.m. It just gets every worse day. every day. Yeah, every single day, it gets later and later. And eventually, we're going to go full circle and just wake up at 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. We're like, oh, well, our sleep schedules are fixed. I feel like no matter how many times we try to fix it, it always ends up back to falling asleep at 5 a.m., waking up at 2 or 3 but it's been an interesting week for both of us, especially with that. I know we talked about it last week and we told them we'd give them an update on this episode, but we had that meeting on Wednesday and that was, wait, was it, it was Wednesday or was it? No, yeah. So that's was... how fucked our sleep schedule was. We just I feel like whenever I'm typing up messages or I'm, I'm making plans with somebody, I have to like put in parentheses the date of it because I'm always typing it at like 4 a.m. So instead of saying, oh, hey, tomorrow or two days from now, when they actually wake up and read it, it'll be the current day so it's actually only one day from now so i always have to put like parentheses august 14th or parentheses august 9th or you know what i mean yeah and that's how that's how bad our schedule is getting anyways yeah so we had the the meeting on wednesday it was a lot more casual and chill than i expected it to be i was expecting a really formal meeting technical things and i don't want to say yeah i guess strict but it, it wasn't like that at all which was good i was happy it, it ended was, up being like it that. felt more like a conversation than it did like an interview and meeting yeah i guess it just felt more like a conversation that's a good way to put it we do have another follow-up this week coming up we'll talk about more things and the next steps we may or may not take i'm excited for it even if things fall through i'm still happy we had the meeting and had the conversation because, yeah, it's, because it's important to get that experience a couple of years ago i would hear like creators talk about stuff like this and i'm just like bro just fucking just tell me what they said in the interview like just tell me what they said in the meeting like i just want to know it was one girl it was her name was danielle and she was like our main point of contact and she called she told us that she was going to call at 3 30 p.m on wednesday and we were emailing back and forth the week prior and that's when we were like they reached out and we set up the the meeting date and stuff because we got a bunch of emails from a bunch of different like managing companies and different we got one from MCMs like full screen. Yeah, but a lot of them were just not good. And a lot of them wanted to take 10%. To, yeah, take things that Rob and I aren't willing to give up. But, you know, this one was different. So we followed up and we scheduled the meeting. And so they called us on the dot at 3.30. Like we were just sitting there in our chairs next to each other waiting for them to call. And like right when it hit 3.30 on the dot, they instantly called. So picked up the phone and she was like, hey, is this Robert and Blake? Blah, blah, blah. Like, hey, what's up? Yes, it's Danielle. She's like, oh, cool. And then she just kind of asked us what our goals were and what we wanted to achieve in the years coming forward and what our current goals are and like where our headspace is at. One thing she said as well, she said, your guys' channel came up in one of our meetings last week or two weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, that, that's what was interesting And to I was me. like, wait, what? Like, do you guys just have, I didn't say this, but do they just have scanners, like the stock market, where <laughs> they just scan for channels on the rise and then they just grab them and email them is that what happens i, I guess so yeah I, I thought that was interesting too i didn't and i didn't fully catch that until you brought it up after the phone call and i was like oh yeah you're right she did say that what do they talk about see it's the same way i'm curious about what they said in a meeting amongst each other about us you know yeah. it had to have been good if they emailed us yeah yeah for sure she asked us if we had any goals or plans to like do anything outside of i guess like youtube and we're told her, like, right now, it's just kind of just our main focus. We don't have any goals as of yet. Well, that's the thing and as another well, thing, is like, we don't really need to jump into Hollywood because, in my opinion, YouTube is better than oh, that, and that's tra- what she traditional, said too. like, Hollywood acting and media and stuff because you get to be 
your own producer. You get to be your own boss. You get to do everything on your own time. You get and make more money potentially. And yeah, you, you, most of the time you can even make more money. Well, that's what that's what she said too. She was saying like, I've been doing this for ten years, and when I first started, it was about like YouTubers and stuff wanting to get into Hollywood, and now I have like actors on my agency who want to get into YouTube, and it's it's kind of like we're flipping roles here, and it's so interesting and. She was, she was like, yeah, we were talking to her about how like Logan Paul was in an interview recently talking about how he didn't want to go into Hollywood anymore because he just had YouTube and he was making more on YouTube and like content creation than he was in traditional Hollywood. And, and then not only that, but he can also have full creative freedom on his own terms and stuff. And we were talking to her about that and how things are like just flipping script in the past few years. She's like, yeah, that's awesome. Like, I'm glad we're on the same page with that because I totally agree. And then we, she, we started going over like other similar channels to Blake and I. And she, we started talking about, uh, she kind of gave us like a few insights on, I, I, mean, I guess we kind of, we already knew this, but she just talked to us about some things we could do to grow. And like I said, we already kind of, we already knew it, but it's just cool to hear somebody hardcore into the industry kind of confirm our thoughts. Right. You know what I mean? So it was a lot of that. And so after that, we basically just talked about like brand deals and stuff and like where we need to be for that. She wants to see how our channel does over the next few months. After that, we'll then maybe talk about, you know, doing a full signing. Until then, Robert and I have some more work to do. Speaking of LA and Hollywood, somebody asked if we would ever move to LA. We actually plan on moving to LA for the longest time. But after looking at different cities like Austin, Texas, and even Seattle and whatnot, I feel like there's better cities to move to you know where a the price of living isn't fucking crazy and b it's not as a pain in the ass to just get around the city in la you have to plan around traffic you can't just like oh i'm gonna go here today it's like okay well i have to go here today and also add on two or three hours because the traffic is so bad yeah like running up to taco bell isn't just running up to taco bell it's a fucking Disney trip. It's it's crazy. And it doesn't seem like a big deal, but if you take that in consideration on like a daily basis, it kind of I feel like it's almost not even worth the amount of time you spend just in traffic alone like life-wise. Unless you're like David Dobrik and you're throwing parties in your Tesla on fucking freeway, I feel like just the time you spend in traffic alone, you're you're just on top of the like spending half of your income just on living expenses or just fucking taxes, that as well. I feel like there's more reasons not to live there than there is to live there. Don't get me wrong, the connections are insane. The people you meet, unmatched. But at least to me, it just doesn't seem worth it. I was watching an interview with Ryan Higa about LA and why he decided to leave LA. He was talking to Pokemon and, you know, Disguised Toast and Scar, pretty much the entire offline TV house. He moved to Las Vegas and they were talking about how places like Austin, Texas and Las Vegas and even Seattle are kind of the next L.A. And a lot of people are leaving L.A. to go to those places just because the taxes are just so bad in California that they're losing so much money that they wouldn't be losing if they lived in any of those three states. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw a lot more creators leaving. Just in the past couple months, I've seen Jade Dharmawangza leave L.A. I've seen... What's her name? Best Dressed, I think. Oh, yeah. Her YouTube name. She left LA. I think she moved to New York, which is probably just as bad, but <laughs> not not necessarily just as bad. 
it's a, it's a fun place to live. Don't be wrong. It's just the the practicality side of things is what is really rough. But it's really fun to visit, and you know, if you do have a million dollars, I'm sure it's a great place to live. Okay, there might have been just a weird cut right there, but that's because for the last half of the podcast, my mic broke. For those of you that don't know, the mic that we use to record the podcast we've had for four or five years now. It's about time to get rid of it. I need to just get a new mic because it it doesn't it only just... mess up in podcast, but even just in the Discord, just talking, it'll randomly go out. And sometimes it gets to the point where I have to just restart my computer completely for it to work again. It like takes over your computer. For example, last night while we were all playing Among Us in the Discord, my mic just randomly went deep mode. I think that's the weirdest glitch out of all of it, it is that my mic will just randomly turn my voice really, really deep. Like to the point where it sounds like it's getting edited. I can't tell if it's the cord that does it or the mic that does it. Regardless, I need to get a whole new mic. We were playing Among Us and we were also playing a little bit before Among Us, we were playing this new game called Fall Guys, which has been probably one of the most successful games of the year, you'd think, right? Like it just came out a week ago and it's already gotten like more than a million downloads for sure. It's free on PS Plus. That's another big reason why it's really popular as well. It's one of those games where you get every few years, it's kind of like Rocket League. Yeah. Where it's just a company that just comes out of nowhere. They make a bomb game, super high quality, and it's just like perfect for the current market. Yeah. Everybody picks it up and everybody plays it. Kind of how Fortnite swept in and just took over. Fall Guys isn't really taking over, but a yeah, lot of pe- a lot of people are are playing it. It's pretty think of it uh, if you don't know what it is, think of it as a It's like the TV show Wipeout if you've ever seen that. Where essentially it's like, I think it starts off with 60 people and you're like these little jelly bean guys. And you have to go through an obstacle course with the other 60 people at the same time. And then there's like four different rounds and each round is a different game that, or a different course you have to go through. And every single round they cut off more and more people. So like the first time, first round you start off with 60 people and then they cut off I think like 30, like only the top 34 make it. And then they go to round two and then only like the top 15 make it or top 20. And then you go to round three and that goes down to like the last six or top six or seven people that make it. And then you go to the final round, and then the winner of that last final round wins the whole thing. So it's kind of like a battle royale, but in more of like a round-based system. It's so much fun. And their Twitter account has been... Dude, that's what I was going to bring up too. So whoever's running their Twitter account is just doing a phenomenal job because the engagement on that account is... It's so good. Like no other I've ever seen. It's like Wendy's Twitter account, but for a video game. And they're just they're just doing it perfectly. Like there's so many memes, and just like also, I, also Twitter has like its own culture, a little bit. Like for instance, I saw them say something, yes, I saw them tweet something yesterday, and they're like, hey guys, I got a banger tweet scheduled for tomorrow at 6 p.m. EST. Be ready. I'm super excited for this tweet to drop. Hope you all are too. Like and this is like a game company they're just tweeting this out, and people are all like, you get people hyped up for a tweet. It has nothing to do with your game. You're just getting them hyped up for a tweet. But it's just, it becomes a part of the culture. And that in itself is like... Community building. Community building and like secondhand promotion. And it's just so smart. And the tweet was just the letter K. Or was it F? It was F or K. It was just like a single letter. And it got like 100,000 likes and tons of retweets. And it's just so smart. And I don't know. I just, I love seeing like small companies just be like become really really successful and they do everything right and they just do everything right and they're just like listening speaking of twitter did you see the video of young thug driving the helicopter 
Yeah, with like Gunna and like two or three other rappers. The video was funny because people were like, oh, you know, Young Thug's in the front seat of a helicopter. Maybe he's like the co-pilot. That's what I and thought And then they turn to the co-pilot and it's Gunna just sitting in the co- <laughs> We're like, wait, what? <laughs> like he, and he was like texting and shit while driving it. So, I mean, obviously they landed safely and shit if they're still alive. But yeah, that was kind of unexpected. I saw it yesterday. At first, I thought it was just like an actual pilot that might have looked like Young Thug. And then it wasn't. And, like, I think he retweeted it or something on his account, and I was like, this shit's real. Like, he's actually has a pilot license. Some of the replies on that tweet were funny. Hold on, let me let me pull up some more of these replies. Me in the back of the helicopter watching Gunna and Thug pour a double cup. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, hold on. I So I guess it's not really Young Thug flying the helicopter? Yeah, yeah, okay. So there's a third seat in the front of somebody else driving it. Going to guess that's the actual driver of the helicopter. From the angle that the video is taken at, it looks like there's only two people in the front. One thing I wanted to touch on that the Discord brought up was, do you guys believe in guilty until proven innocent or the other way around? Uh, well, I think the actual law for it is that you're innocent until proven guilty. But it comes down to the situation, I would say, because some things can definitely happen without there being hardcore proof of it. And so you have to go off of you know, words of a group of people or different routes of that. Yeah, it definitely comes down to the context. Because if it was guilty until proven innocent, always, then you could just go around and make an infinite amount of claims. Yeah. On, you could walk around and be like, this guy murdered this person. And it's like, okay, well, I guess he's guilty, right? Until he can prove himself. And he's like, how can I prove that I didn't murder this guy? Yeah, anybody you it's have like, bad taste towards, you could just throw them under the bus. The bus. But then, in the, at the, in the other hand, I can also see how people can just get away with shit with no repercussions because they're innocent until proven guilty and they've made sure that there's a way that they can't be proven to be guilty. So it kind of goes both ways. And honestly, I don't. I guess, I guess innocent until proven... I mean, there's a reason why the law is the way that it is, right? It's kind of been working, right? I mean, not with everything, of course. But, but you're saying it would wor it works better the way it is now than it would the other way around. Otherwise, there'd be too many people that hold grudges and guess, use that as a way to get them arrested and shit. Yeah, because humans are dumb. And like a lot of times when people, they say things and do things they don't mean when they're like really angry. If you're fighting with somebody or something and you're like really pissed and you like you want to ruin somebody's life. Like let's say somebody like cheated on you and you're like, oh, I'm going to ruin this person's fucking life. You could just go and say, hey, this person did this, and then now that person's in trouble, and he's locked up for, I mean, cheating on you? I mean, I don't think that somebody should be fucking locked up for 10 years for cheating. Don't be wrong, it's a really shitty thing to do. People would take things to the extreme, and I feel like it would do, like that type of system would do more harm than good. Although it does suck for the people that can't prove the guilt of others when they're not innocent, so. I don't know. It's a tricky question, hypothetically speaking. Anytime I hear the word hypothetically, I think of that one Ben Shapiro meme. Hypothetically, let's say you've been a naughty girl. I can't say it. I'm not going to yeah, say I, it. I'm I, not you know doing what? it. I'm just not going to say it. You guys can go look it up yourselves. You can type in Ben Shapiro hypothetically meme and just listen to it. <laughs> I know it's a little bit off topic. But I just wanted to answer this before we started to wrap it up here. If our videos were scripted or not, and I thought this was interesting because it's kind of 
it depends on what you mean by scripted. Yeah, I think when we say that when you say the word scripted, a lot of people think that you're just reading words off of a, a page. I think what not only we do, but a majority of YouTubers do is that they'll have like an outline. And same thing with, goes with the podcast, same thing goes with like making videos, same thing even goes with our live streams, which are being done live, which isn't scripted. Uh, what we do is like we come up with an idea or like a topic we want to discuss. And then we come up with like bullet points around those topics. And then we'll just go from there. And if we go off on a tangent and something else comes up and something happens, we'll just roll with it and just go with the flow. Or if it doesn't, then we'll come back to the bulletin. You know, we'll kind of just like, we'll go, we'll go back to the bullet points and we'll just go one by one. A lot of times I'll say for our videos, it depends on what we're making it on. If it's more of a talkative video, it's more bullet pointed. Even if we have like a lot of bullet points, a majority of the video is just us talking off the cuff because we don't have like written jokes, if that's what you guys are thinking. Yeah. There's no written jokes. There's no, oh, we're going to say this when this happens. Like there's none of that. It's just here. We can talk about this. We can watch this video. We can bring this up. And something will come up. And something it. will come up of it. Like for instance, and if we, it doesn't, we just won't include it in the video. Like for instance, we just got them recording like two hours ago, a video on the Delbay brothers. And for that video, we didn't have, we didn't even have bullet points. We we're just like, okay, we're going to make a video on the Adobe brothers. We're just going to pull up their channel, talk about what kind of content they make, watch a few videos, do our ad read, do the outro end. like that, you know, there's no like discussion bullet points. So it kind of comes down to the piece of content, but I would say like 95, I would say like besides the, the intro and the outro, it, none of it's scripted unless like we're talking over each other or something at some point. And we need to like re-say something that way that Mike picks it up correctly. Yeah, other than that, none of it's scripted. And I think that's what makes like such good YouTube videos, in my opinion, at least the ones that I enjoy. It's like the off the cuff, just the live, in the moment, laughs and like jokes. And it's things it's that the most genuine yeah. too. When you can tell when something's not fully like real, you know, you kind of get can, that hint of, oh, this is being so, like, I mean, kind of like a, a stand-up. It doesn't really make it any less funny. It's just that you know that it's not like off the cuff genuine. Right. Like a lot of stand-up comedians have a scripted joke and then one joke will lead to the other and that's how they do their shows. But you know, with YouTube, a lot of it is just whatever you can think of in the moment. But anyways, guys, I think that's gonna wrap it up for us here. Thank you all so much for listening. Hopefully you enjoy this episode and uh, we'll see you next week. See you guys.